How y'all doing today, man? Let's cancel convos. Thank you for stopping by today. I got a lot to talk about today. It's going to be an interesting show today. Uh, right now, my co-host is on business, you know, because that's something we do over here in Cancel Convos, and nobody never doing one thing. One stream ain't the way for us. You know, we always moving, making something work. So then, you know, the next episode, he'll be back, and we have some more conversation for you. He probably, we probably going to end up touching on some of these subjects that I addressed today for sure, and then a whole lot of other subjects that we plan on touching on. But that'll come pretty soon, too. Pretty soon. But... For today's show, I wanted to, and this is a special part because I think this is going to be the first content that will be on audio. So that's a big deal right there. It's a big deal. You know, first content on audio. So we about to be on everything, everywhere, all the time. You feel me? But to start the show today, um, I had some really interesting topics that I really feel like, just like all the topics, you know, some a little bit more you know, calmer, some more, I guess you could say, impact the community at a quicker rate, slower rate. It's different types of topics, but I feel like all my topics definitely has some type of importance when you're talking about how can it affect the youth and the thinking and which way we thinking now and what way we could adapt to make a better future. All types of topics, no matter how serious they are or not serious, it's kind of relative, like you could say, but and then some things, it's not that serious. You can agree is all fun. You know, you know, most people would agree. But today I have some great topics that I feel like is really important. So first I want to talk about how in, in, the, in this country, when it comes to our political positions, political offices that are held their requirements is be i will say saying that the requirements to hold a, a place in office is definitely saying that those requirements are not are outdated i would say that's the word i'm looking for to say those requirements are outdated would be an understatement i feel like those requirements need to be addressed yesterday because Let's just say, for example, we're talking about age, which I think is really important. Should there be an age on political positions? Because they have an age requirement, minimum age you have to be to hold most political positions. Not the same, but they most of those political positions are above 25. You see a few that are 18, but for the least federally, there's no every position is above 25 for federal positions. So you have different levels, you know, whether it be, you know, House, Senate, you know, to the to the vice president, uh, president to those positions. Like, I feel like we need to talk about the first thing right there, the president. So when you talk about the president, how is there not a a requirement to be under a certain age just like there's a requirement to be above a certain age so you have to be 35 years old to be the president along with you know being a u.s born citizen and all that but just for the age purposes you have to be 35 years of age which is that's not far-fetched you know i feel like 35 is probably in this country most 35 year olds 
still probably have a little bit more growing to do than the one you know more more than the ones that don't need it i can say but i'm still okay with 35 you know you find the right 35 year old you can find people that could hold a, a place in office in this country and it should be and it makes more sense than 70 and 80 which i'm about to get to so if i had to make an some type of I just say I had to pick a side. I definitely would be more so on if you had, if the age is to be above 35, uh, 35 years of age, I would definitely would say around 65. That's when I start to get, okay, you know, you need to go fall back. You need to go retire, retire. You know, do something where you're not controlling, you know, that much power and that much responsibility. And I just don't understand that we are allowing people to be 75, 80. How, with Joe Biden, let's talk about Joe Biden. Let me double check with Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden, I believe, over, um, 70 years old for sure but how much older is he over 70 because i can't keep track of him he just been feel like he's been over a very long this man is 80 years old this man is 80 years old i was lowballing it i'm just going to guess if i had to guess i probably would have said like 72 73 this man is 80 years old and I just don't understand how is he still able to be the president. It ain't got nothing to do. You could take everything you believe about what you believe him as to be, like his choices, his whatever agendas that he pushed and other agendas he put to the side, whatever, you know, that he, you know, pol you know political mistakes that he made in the past and the ones he making it in office, whatever you have to judge about him as a president. That's fine. Put that to the side. Just for age alone, this man is should be not allowed. Eighty years old. Let's see how how old is um Donald Trump. No, because the crazy part is you know it's hard to say because I want to say my cutoff age is that sixty to sixty five, depending on your physical and mental health at that point. Sixty sixty five, but. You know, with today's technology, today's health, medicine, you know, be able to wait, how far is able to, you know, extend life and you got money. When you're talking about most people that, you know, in that, they're going to have some type of money and connections. So it, it's really not even like far fetched for people to be in better shape at 70 now than they was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. I believe that, oh, okay, Donald Trump, 77. So he getting up there. Honestly, the, that's the crazy part because Donald Trump don't look like he's 77. Now I ain't going to say he don't look like it because, yeah, you look into his skin and you look into his face, you probably could tell he's getting up there. But his demeanor and the way he carries himself, regardless of what agendas he push with narratives he push with the scissors he make and the stuff he say out his mouth well kind of the stuff he say out his mouth too it's how you say it not even what you not even what he's saying that's necessarily it's 
how he said it. Sometimes he might say something like, wow, that's really crazy. But you'll believe it because of how he's saying it versus Joe Biden. It's like sometimes you be like, Joe, you know, I don't necessarily believe what you're saying because you're not even saying it with the same type of tone, the same base and the same mannerism as a president should. And it's like, dang, how you can't even fit the image part, let alone the the decisions you're making and the moves you made since you've been in the office. Let put that to the side for right now. How can you look like you're not able to make it up and down the steps and look like you're not able to make it off of the plane and, and falling on stage? It's like, bro, you just got to that telling you you should be home with your feet up playing with your grandkids or your great grands because you're 80. So I know you probably have great grands now, but you should be enjoying life for what you have and what's going on. But to be running the country and not not just making those decisions, but projecting an image so the rest of the world sees you and you represent this country and they see you and it's like, all right, this man is he looks like he's ready to they make so many jokes. How you ready to go to sleep? How you ready to fall? How you ready to do that is because of how he looks when he just being the president, just being himself doing a a speech or you reading you reading the 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 um if i'm not mistaken the teleprompter wherever that thing is called I, I believe it is but when you can't even read the messages that's written to you by the people that write your speeches and the people that write your talking points and everything that you do when you when you get up there and address the country if you can't even read that right when the country as a regular citizen sitting at home can see your error from the couch it's like wow it should it should only be other political experts and people who are speech experts and people who are experts on addressing certain issues any type of field where it correlates with decision making and law making and holding certain offices and people accountable all those type of people they should be the ones that be able to point out, oh, this person made that error in their political statement and they're in addressing the country, the nation. It shouldn't be able to be a regular person in the in the house saying, oh, what he can't even read, right? I know that like I, he wasn't supposed to say that. How can somebody at home say that's just error that like you could tell comes with age and just becomes a you've been doing stuff so long you need to just go rest. So I don't agree. With there not being an age requirement, I feel like if you had to put me to a number, I really would go with 65 right now. Um, I wouldn't be mad at 70 because at least there's a cap on that. And as you can see, people, you wouldn't think, but people just going wild. And then we got all presidents going back and forth. We might, he might end up being president again and he going to be 80 by the time. He, what, a year? If he used to win the presidency, he'd be 80 by the time he get back in there. Almost 80 if Trump was to win again. So it's like, it'd be the same thing for real, for real. Another person who who really old in office, and then you start to worry about his health. Regardless of when you're talking about what type of laws and what type of policies he's going to address, just is the man going to make it to every speech and make it to every place he need to go, but look like he is fit. And when you say fit, you mean physically. 
literally fit because you don't even if you falling and hurting yourself that is a projection of the country to other countries and no matter how fair or not fair it is they're looking at it like man this country is a joke or the president can't even make it up and down like that type of stuff man they they just bidding on us they that's that's a term you know in philly we say you know joking around you like to clown you like to make jokes or you know you like to make fun of that's the you know so you say bidding that's what that means so in reality the other countries, that's what they doing. They bidding on us right now. They laughing. The other countries looking at us like this and that. You know, the crazy thing is they really do have a lot to laugh at us about. And let alone the president. But we're going to get to that too. But so I have to say my age be 65. For me, uh, something better than nothing. I feel like it's too old. People, let alone, and that's just the president. We could, we could really get started on senators and and, and all these other governors and mayors house of representatives you want to talk about judges you want to talk about these people that hold offices that are 70 years and older what are you doing it's like it just don't make no sense it's like jake joe biden and for example when i was born he was already like you was already on your way to being old when i was born and I am 27. I've been here 27 years now. Oh, man, it's good. I just turned 27, by the way, last month. And you know, I don't even feel comfortable saying that yet because I'm getting too close to 30. But anyway, 27 years now, I done been here. And you take 27 away from 80. That's still kind of up there, my guy. So when you was 50 plus, you was 50 plus, like what, 53 when I was born, and I am a 27-year-old working man and trying to do all types of opportunities and trying to get my way in this country, and people who were 50 are making the decisions for people my age and younger, even people my age older than me. Because I give you say that. You take away another, you can get that man another 10 years. To be 40 when people is born that you are, they are the people who are are really making real moves out here as the parents and the people who are taking over a lot of these jobs that we have out here. People are retiring. This is a cycle. And all the elderly people that are retiring and the younger people that are taking their place, you are making decisions for them and making policies that affect them. And you was born before their parents were even, I am going to, you were born before some of the grandparents because my grandparents ain't even 80. And I'm, it's just like, that is, it's crazy because the ones that are, you know, still, even the ones that have passed, if the ones that passed were alive, wouldn't be 80 today. That's, that's, that is a really a crazy perspective to see that my grandparents wasn't even born when you were born you were you were alive in a time that does not even make sense to the people of today you are seeing that you've seen things and experienced things that we have read we read we read in, in history books about so yeah one person necessarily might not be 
stuck in that way, which is hard to get out those ways. But there's a lot of people from those generations that are stuck in those ways. And they still feel the same thing they was feeling or they want the same thing that they saw back then in 19, 20, 30, and 40, and, and it's like 50s, and it's like y'all was walking around as kids and teenagers at those times living those lives and y'all grew up or you know and y'all grew up in a time and y'all still have a mind that has not adapted to the time we live in now that means that y'all should not be holding the positions that affect the people who are today's working people adults teenagers in the future meaning young kids and babies and children grade school children all those people that are effectively running the country as the backbone and the muscle, not the decision makers, but the backbone or muscle, all the corporate, all the corporations and the, all the people that are working every day to make this country run. That group of people are still trying to figure out why some of the issues that they wanted addressed has not been addressed. And that would tell you. I tell you that it's because you have presidents that are 80, you have senators that are 80, you have house representatives that are 80, you have people in the and it's no it's no secret that most of them stay in the same family. It's no secret. It is no secret at all. Most people stay in the same family and your mom and dad was a politician, so these kids end up being a politician, or they reap definitely reap the benefits of being in a family member of a politician. So you ain't even have to be a politician, but you can say, My mom, my dad is a you know, and in that time, the same time is, is that's exactly what it that's exactly what happens, you know. So I get that part. Yeah, so like I was saying, though, on the whole age thing, I'm definitely with, I would say, that 65 for all political positions. I don't care what it is from president. I don't governor, senator. There's no reason why nobody 75, 80 years old today should be running, making decisions for their country or the state that they reside in that are really affecting the people that were born in a different generation have different mindsets, grew up with different uh, different policies that are put in place, do, grew up with different things that they like to do and not like to do. Like, this is a whole different era. era. So that shouldn't be, that should be, that should definitely change. You know what I'm saying? It should be, and should be a length requirement too. That's just as important because it's not just the age thing as well because you can be a bad politician or bad, you know, or not be fit no matter what age you are. But a length of terms should definitely be a thing, too. Because, well, for the president, there is a, a length requirement. Like, you can only do two and then that's it, you know. But far as it comes to, like, senators and House Representatives and, and, and the whole Congress and, and judges and stuff like that, them, uh, them people, they... In the Supreme Court, they be up there forever. The senators and the, and and all the Congress members and the judges, the ones that really making laws, that the ones that really make the laws, and and really make things move. And if the president don't got support from those, then hey, he can't really do much. 
And those positions can be held many times. They want to keep running and running and running. It's senators. How you been a senator for 30 years? So like, like it'd be stuff like that. It's like you, you, you see it. And then they, they, they prepare their family to take their positions after them or, or, or people that they group, that they were close to that may not be family, but they are close to the family. And they're also a politician and, you know, mentor, and they'll groom their person that they want to take after them. And and it's always chosen, even though you're supposed to be getting voted in, it's really chosen by the person is they are supporting. Because that's what people do. If you were voted for somebody and you didn't have necessarily have a problem with them, you going to support whoever they endorse. It's just like how Biden won in the first place. And Hillary almost won is because Obama said, go vote for her. Go vote for her. So all oh, what you thought most majority of people did who voted for Obama, they want to go vote for him. They want to go vote for her. And that's pretty much how they got all them votes. Because those are the same people. Well, yeah, they're the same people who couldn't beat Obama. Well, Hillary went against Obama. She couldn't beat him. And then... Biden knew he couldn't beat him, and that's why he went on as vice president. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he didn't he didn't go against him. But in reality, the length requirements it should be it should be you should only be allowed to do a certain two terms for every position in in politics, no matter what it is, federal, state, city. It don't matter what it is. If it's a politic, if it's a position in a office any type of government you should only have two terms and you should have an age requirement meaning you could be a certain amount of age minimum and you have to be a certain amount of age maximum it should be both i agree with those things and that's something that needs to be addressed there's way more that goes into it but we'll get back to that when i have my co-host with me but this is the next thing i want to talk about because it's another thing that really goes and it kind of goes into this so we talk about state versus state laws how one state is compared to another state in the laws that they have. So, and how it affects communities for a first trade. We could talk about, for example, one state like Pennsylvania versus New York versus Florida versus Texas. You know, stuff like that. Depending on those type of state you're in, you're going to have different laws, right? Excuse me. And people usually be like, oh, yeah, it's different laws, different laws. But I think it's really people starting to understand because of how much light and social media presence over the last couple of years. And when a crime or some type of case becomes so big that the whole country is watching, you know, you should only could do that when the crime was on TV, the case is on TV, and it's usually had to be you know, a type of celebrity. But now, because of how stuff goes viral, a regular person who was, you know, harmed or a regular person who was, you know, murdered or or something happened, some type of tragedy happened to a regular person, not famous, not a celebrity, not a, not a you know, not even rich, you know, or wealthy, just a regular person. Something happened to them. And the whole country can know about it because of the world we live in today. And, you know, and that's just a different type of world we live in. But 
in that way, it's like trying to shed more light to the, the difference between what goes on in this state versus what goes on that state and how just because you might believe in the same thing, that doesn't mean that's how it goes. So, for example, we could talk about something that's real big in the state of, of in every state, really. Eh, I guess you could say not every state, but majority, most states that have high populations have an issue with guns. So we could talk about how people say guns this and guns that. You know what? I really don't really want to talk about whether or not there should be guns are necessary or allowed should be allowed for whatever purposes that we use. I'm not even going to talk about that. That's a whole nother conversation. Trust me, there's a whole lot of things you can talk about when it comes to gun control. We talk about compared to other countries. We could talk about mass shootings. We could talk about uh, inner city crime. We could talk about outer city crime. You talk about all the types of stuff that goes noticed and unnoticed when it comes to gun laws and gun policies and just in general, the idea of why we need them. You know, all that can be had, and that's a real conversation. And it's always definitely could talk about that. And, you know, that's a different day. But just for the strictly purposes of, like, the difference between a state, meaning, like, all right, and this state, you know, it's usually regional, too. So it's like West Coast, you know, they really doesn't have much gun. They don't really have really, like, Outside of, like, California, guns is not really something that those states are known for. You know, outside of California, it really, like, most of those states, you don't really hear too much about the out, you know, about how guns are getting out of control. control. But when it comes to down south, Midwest, East Coast, there's a lot of agendas when it comes to guns and honestly depending on where you live that decided what you doing is legal or not so guns like all right being allowed to openly carry a gun in one state and in one in another state you can't openly carry you have to conceal carry and you got to have a permit a license and how is that make any sense when we are a country that we supposedly share the same ideals, the same views when it comes to laws. They're supposed to be consistent. But you'll have you have a country similar to us in size or even bigger and not even a fraction of the gun problems. So that's, like I said, that's a whole nother conversation. But just the idea, though, guns, guns is something that they probably won't fully address because of how many people, you know, have some type of, you know, hand in what's going on with the policies or just in general. But having a gun in a state like Florida is okay for you to be use in a certain way like defending yourself self-defense so a lot of those states where you can openly carry you can defend yourself it's way easier than in states where you can't openly carry you know it's just it's really crazy because 
in certain states and cities, you could get a charge for having a gun just to protect yourself. For whatever reason. Let's just say it's protect yourself. For whatever reason. You know, you don't really have to go further than that because that's what the whole idea of having a gun in, in any state is for. Protect yourself. You don't know what the you don't have to explain what you're protecting yourself for in those states. You could just carry the gun, which was what the whole point. So in another state you have a permit, you might have a license, blah blah blah. But in a state where you can't let's just say you you have a gun to protect yourself, but you can't get a license yet because you're not old enough. Let's just say that because you gotta have a certain age to get a license. Let's just for example, I know in, in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia County, you gotta have a license. Which is another thing right there because in the state of Pennsylvania is different from the city of the Philadelphia County. Different laws, different policies. Um, but when it comes to state versus state, it's just you can defend yourself off of your land. It's like in Pennsylvania, in this city, you people can't be running away. People can't be, you know... It has to be, it's so strict in the state of Pennsylvania to defend yourself with a weapon compared to other states that is like, to make those type of decisions in a split second when you feel like your life is in danger or going to be in danger or was in danger and until you did something about it, it's hard to make a decision and say that person intention was to do more than protect themselves you know it was, that's and that's basically in pennsylvania it's like you have to show that you did everything possible besides shoot them before you shoot them and that's kind of like basically putting you in a situation where now you can't really defend yourself without thinking about it too much and then when you're thinking about it too much in those type of situations how can you react the right way you will overthink and anything happen. So that's kind of like putting you in a situation right there to fail. But just off the strength that in another state, you could shoot somebody for attacking your friend or attacking the people you be with, your company, wherever you with, you can defend them with your weapon. It's like you can't do that in states like this. They have to be attacking you. And it's, and it's like the same thing you can do and go to jail for it in this state, another state, you can do that and be considered self-defense for you and the people you're with. That's crazy. It has to be one way or the other for all the states because how you want to have somebody in another state in jail for what somebody in another state is doing all the time or can do and live their life, and nine times out of ten, most people can't just jump up and live in the state that they want or even know that the state, this state right here or that state right there I can do this and not go to jail for it. Most people don't even know that because state-to-state -state information is not taught all the time unless it's something that is necessary. So, you could say self-defense is something that's, depending on the state, having a license to carry or being able to open carry, depending on the state, that affect communities, and those are serious things. And then you could, it's from serious to small things. It can be something small like paying the tolls or taxes. How in some states, you don't have to pay state income tax. 
And in some states, you do. That's crazy. So I live in this state. I only get taxed federally and maybe locally, but I'm not getting that state tax. Or But in this state, I'm getting a federal tax. I'm getting a state tax, and I'm probably getting a local tax. You saying that just because I live over here, I'm getting taxed this much? But this state could be bigger. This city over here could be small. It's just it's so much that go into me. Variables. It's like, but y'all just make a blatant like it's so obvious that they did not care that there's a huge difference in policies between state to state. But we all one country. That's just wild. I don't you don't understand it, but. It could be something simple like that. So now I'm I'm paying taxes. I'm getting less money. I got a reason. I can live in this state and not have to pay this much taxes as them. And something like the tolls. Or uh, like I can say this. I could have a time where I was driving to New York. And the tolls, you know, let alone the price. Yeah, people got different tolls, different price. Everybody knows. That's, that's, not, that's not really. Even though, you know, everybody wish the tolls definitely wasn't always different prices. But. It's understandable. Different prices, different economies. You know what I'm saying? Different budgets, different toll toll fees and stuff like that. That makes sense. But so I'm going to New York. I'm going through the toll booth. You know, I ain't got the cash on me. I just got the card on me. So, and I did it on purpose, mind you, because in Pennsylvania, Especially after the pandemic, you can get paid by a toll, but you could get it license plate. So they'll take a picture of your license plate and send it to you in the mail. Or basically, what happened was so I'm going to New York. When I get to New Jersey, uh, you're basically, I'm paying a fee in New Jersey. So what happened was, in New Jersey, I had to pay a toll, and I was told that in Pennsylvania, well, I knew that Pennsylvania, we can do that, but when I addressed the lady in the toll booth, she told me, that is for Pennsylvania, this is New Jersey. In New Jersey, there is no pay by toll, by license plate, and... I was like, huh? I did not know that. I did not know. So I'm I'm assuming that, that is something that's a federal thing because of the whole pandemic and everything. So that's a whole federal thing. And that just show you that those are the type of things that happen. And then you go to one state to another state, assuming the laws are the same, it's in something from, from serious to small. So I end up having to pay toll violation fees because I did not have to pay I did not pay the toll and I had to go to two tolls two or three I remember just to get all the way to the part of where I needed to be and that was all because I was told one thing in one state and in another state I assume it'll be the same thing because it's the same country who am I to assume that the laws are similar? But that's just to show you right there that depending on what state you live in, the laws from, from serious laws, 
like defense, self-defense and carrying guns and jaywalking or just being able to do certain things. It could be, it's so many laws that it's hard. Like some laws you can't, you know, ride certain, you can't ride a bike on the sidewalk, certain places. Stuff like that, it depends where you are. It can be serious to something simple. And all those things shows that in the country that we live in, we divide it, but we supposed to be together. And it goes not just the people, it's the government, it's the laws that are made, and it's the environments that we live in. They depend on what you state you live in and what city you live in, depend on what's available to you and what's okay and what's not okay. So that's and then that reason right there in itself is why it's hard for people in the city to aspire to be politicians because there are no politicians that come from the communities because it's rare because they're shown in a negative light because we don't experience any good we see the bad and we experience the bad a lot of the good never makes it to the inner city and when we talk about the inner city meaning a lot of the people that are working class people a lot of people that's in poverty a lot of people who feel like they they have no real options so now i got something very important to talk about so what I want to talk about next is we going to talking about designer clothes, you know, and accessories and items, anything that's considered a luxury wear versus priorities versus call, you know, the whole idea. But we want to start to talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the fact is that. Okay, yeah, priorities, your priorities definitely need to be together. Your priorities need to be together. Now, everyone's priorities are different, but for the most part, it's some things that don't change no matter what. Like, everybody needs a place to stay, and most of the time, they should be taking care of their bills that they have. That's your priorities, and your family, if you have it. It's can definitely, your priority list can grow from there. So, what people have to stop doing is assuming that people's priorities are 100% the same as theirs or that their priorities aren't handled because yours are not handled. See, what happened with designer clothing is that people get the idea that people are spending money that they shouldn't spend. There's a lot of things that go into that conversation. It's too many things to get into, but I'm going to try. So, we can talk about that. So, yeah, priorities. Yes, your priorities have to be together. One, don't assume that somebody's priorities is not together because they're buying certain type of items that they want to buy. That's the first thing. Second, do not try to make someone feel a certain way like they're wasting their money. Because, one, let's talk about the fact that, one, you're not wasting your money for multiple reasons. Let's talk about the fact that designer, all those luxury items, 
they're not always made for style. They're not always priced high because, oh, it looks nice and cool, or it looks like, or it has a name on the brand. They're, a lot of times, they're priced because of the craftsmanship or the quality that went into making that item. That's why they're high priced. They don't spare no expense. And nine times out of ten, if it's handmade, it's handcrafted, because it came from Italy, it's it's definitely going to be something you can't put your price on. So that's 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 one thing right there. So most of the time, you let you saying this person pay, they're paying for quality. The less you pay, you won't have to buy it again and again. That's one thing I learned working in luxury retail. I had a manager, real good manager, taught me a lot. One thing she told me is I'd rather buy it once than have to buy it twice. And obviously, in a relative to the amount of things you're buying, you might have to buy something more than once, but let's just say you're buying an item for spur perspective let's just say you buy a jacket you buy a good jacket or a great jacket you will have more uses out of that good or great jacket quality wise because the style is is more relative but good or great quality jacket you will have that for a longer period of time and you will have that for more uses of it looking in good shape then use to go get a low quality jacket you're going to most likely damage it or most likely easy without trying to damage it and you're going to most like or it's going to be a faulty damage where it damages on its own just from being worn and used too much or you're going to just have to buy it again because something like simply like the material caused it to fade or the material caused it to shrink or the zipper's broken or the 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 material started to rip or it started to to get a type of curl like it started to lint balls start to get stuck to the clothing like all types of things happen when you have cheaply made items and sometimes the cheaply made items have a purpose like everyday wear cool that's great but you trying to tell somebody who's buying for quality that they're spending too much is like how you spend too much for quality when you're paying for that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can always buy cheaper products. Product. You could you could always buy cheaper priced products. But at the end of the day, when you go certain level of cheap, you're sacrificing something. I mean, in regards to quality or craftsmanship, because and that's what they're known for. Those brands are known for craftsmanship and quality. The only reason that they drop anything that you that today today society would consider trash or bullshit or nonsense or just overpriced garbage or you know stuff like that the only reason why those things come out is to appeal to the people who buy it and go to social media and go shoot music videos and go to twitter and and snapchat and go to tiktok all the people that get dressed and make it known to the world Oh, I'm wearing this and make creates trends and creates yeah trendy spending and and hype beast culture. That's where the bull crap came from. That's when they start dropping. Oh, let me make this. They want to appeal to 
those demographics. They want to appeal to those people, those groups, those age groups, those style groups. They want to appeal to them. So they're dropping stuff that might come out from another brand. But the this luxury brand is going to drop their version. And it might not necessarily be nothing that they should be dropping. It might not be not nothing you should ever expect from them to drop. Because they're usually dropping a certain level of quality or a certain amount of class. class. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely it's interesting though i can say that it's interesting though because let's just say this when it comes to people spending money on clothes anything could be expensive when you're talking to the right person anything can be worth it when you're talking to the right person so you might say oh you're spending fifteen hundred dollars on this item right here you're spending a thousand dollars you spend whatever because it's relative any amount of money could be expensive to the right person you're saying you're spending fifteen hundred dollars on this jacket or just shoes and you don't want to spend that much money that's you now you take that same person and now they see you spending fifteen hundred dollars but you spend $1,500 to throw yourself a party. That might be worth it to you. This person might not ever feel like they need to ever spend $1,500 on a party to have for themselves. They feel like they need uh, maybe 100 or two, and they can cool. And they be like, $1,500, that's absurd. Because that's for you. And it's relative to you and your situation. So it's not just how much money, how much money you have. Because you can have a certain amount of money. You can have a lot of money and not want to spend something on something because that's just not for you. But it's more about what you want and what you find appealing and what you find worth it in your eyes. So whether that be simple things like food. Some people... You might think you spend too much money on food compared to them. And they don't and you might think they don't spend enough money on food. Blah blah blah. Like it's different. Everybody got a situation when it comes to food, drinks, smoking, cars, houses, women, men, parties, events, vacations, flights, family, even family and kids. It's people out there that be like, You got kids, I don't want no kids because I'm not trying to spend no money on nobody. I don't want no wife or I don't want no husband. There's people that's saying that and they don't want to spend money on, on a family. They don't want to have that. They want to be by themselves and all their hard working money and riches and wealth that they get one day or opportunities. They don't have it to themselves and they can get up and go whenever they want. See, people, people love that's what's worth it to them. So depending on what you who are talking to, it's going to always be something that another person will find not worth it so you can't be quick to tell somebody oh you spending this much money on clothes you spend this much money on bottles i don't drink like oh you spending this much money on weed i don't smoke or you spend much money on cigarettes and i don't smoke or you spend this much money on family i don't want no kids god damn you never got money for yourself or shit like that or you spend this money on a house like you bought a fucking say you bought a two three hundred thousand dollar house this person my house might only need to be 150 and they cool and they made it in life that is relative like i might never never spend that three four hundred thousand dollars on a house it's like yeah you can always get better but it's always more money you can spend because three hundred thousand ain't nothing when you talk about houses 
It's houses that cost 300 million. If you go working in the right area, you go looking in the right area, it's houses in the states that cost 300 million. So you're talking about 300,000? It's 3 million, 30 million. I ain't even get to those numbers because that's how much houses can cost. Because 300 million is not even insane nowadays. It's insane for, to expect most people to anybody outside the one percenters to pay that. That's insane. But it's not insane to hear those price tags now. To, to see estates in places that's over 100 and 200 million, it's not even far-fetched to hear those numbers anymore. So, yeah, there's always more money you can spend. How much money is Bezos about to spend? Bezos about to spend, uh, I think he about to spend over 100 million billion building this new house for him and his new lady that he got. It's no reason why so some people that uh, why he should be spending a hundred million on home, but he like she a hundred million is worth it. I'm about to build a home in my dreams, and that's all I can do when I got a billions and billions of dollars is do stuff that I imagined that I wanted to do when I got billions of dollars. Now I know it's possible. See stuff like that you can't necessarily tell somebody because it's always something that you're willing to do, and they're not, and they're willing to do, and you're not. And you're what you're willing to pay for it. So it's like you can't really most people. And the thing is, most people who comment on what somebody else shouldn't shouldn't do with their money, most of the time, it's because they don't have that money. And if they did, they would do what they want. You know, that's most of the time. You know, honestly, there's a lot of good people out here that, and that even when you say, like, I say even when it's to do something nice for it, like. Even as to give it to somebody else, it's most of the time it's because you don't have it. Or oh, that person like, oh, I will go feed these people. Or I will go pay for this. Or I will go take the, the like. That's because they don't have it, or they would be doing it, you know. And that's most of the time where it come from. So, you know, that's not a good thing to do because it's always something else you could be doing that somebody else wouldn't do, you know. And like I said, I mentioned so many things that. People feel like it's important and unimportant from vacations and flights. You might be flying first class. You might always fly Delta United. And that's me. And I don't care. I don't blame anybody for flying any other airlines except Spirit. Because there's no way. Well, now, they, now that they combine with Frontier, you should expect better out of the company moving forward. But prior to that, I'll be like, listen, bro, I'm not going to hold you. I didn't heard too many stories about spirit for me to be telling somebody else to go catch that drone. So I ain't going to tell you. Like, listen. Now, I get a whole idea about any other airline. And get it how you get it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever is available, you try and get to replace and get back. You know, we come from the city. You come from these places. and You come from the environments that we come from. People just try and get the vacation, spend money there, and come home. They not trying to be spending half their budget getting there or half the budget getting back. They don't want to do all that. So I get that. But me personally, let's just say that for example. I only fly certain airlines. United, Delta. Honestly, I like I like Alaska Airlines and I like JetBlue. I had great experiences on both. And I probably had to get back on JetBlue because I've, I think I've only been on it about twice. And I want to get on it maybe like a, a couple of times, but... Every time I've been on United and Delta, many times, been been awesome. And every time I've been on Alaska Airlines, been awesome. Every time. 
American Airlines was on my list, but they definitely came off that list. Um, it had been too much going on with them. Hopefully, they get their stuff back together, but it's crazy. Like, and I was so mad at them that I had to, I stopped investing in them. Like, I was just tired of them. I was like, yeah, and this, this airline getting on my nerves. Like, I ain't even about to buy no more stock, and I was just, you know, I'm good. But something like that. Some people I know will fly any way they can get there just to get to their trip. And I don't blame them. Do what you got to do. But I like to fly the way to make me feel comfortable. Stressful flying ain't me. And I had, and I'm, I'm good. I want to make sure I got this. I want to got that service. I want to make sure I get this service. I've been on fights where, my, where you got to share a drink. It's just like, whoa, that's wild. You didn't tell me I, I got to get a cup of a drink. And somebody else getting another cup of my canned soda. That's wild. My canned juice, you know, versus Delta United, you know, a lot of them, you getting your whole drink, you, you know what I mean? That's neither there nor there, but it's just my preference. Somebody else might fly any airline that they can get on, whether it be Spirit, Frontier, whether it be, I don't know what other airlines they can get on, but a smaller airline, they can get on those flights just to get there and get back, and it's like that's their preference. And this could be something like that or something simple like what type of drinks you buy. Some people buy you like, I'm not buying no drinks in the club, in the bar. I'm going to get my own drink and make them at home. Or I can buy my bottles and drink it at home. Or I get drunk before I get to the club. It's different preferences on how you're spending your money. And people are always willing to pay for something else. But one thing you have to be correct about it is, Saying that designers, people buy designers wasting their money, or people buy designer spend too much on clothes. Everybody spends too much on something. Let's just go ahead and say that on to another person. Compared to another person, you spend too much money on something. You know what I'm saying? Compared to somebody else. And honestly, it's definitely something that. People really have to understand that designer clothes only affect that the, the BS stuff only affect us. If you want to look at all those brands, the Gucci's, the Louis, the Ferragamos, the YSLs, the Hermes, the the Fendi's, the all those brands, especially the ones that really been the Bottegas, the the um essentially the brands that are known for those type of it, quality products f- have been around for years, years and years. We talking about over, f- over seventy five, over a hundred years for some of these brands. It's a reason why they have those impeccable resumes when it comes to quality. So the people who are paying that type of money for quality and 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 craftsmanship is still paying for it. We are the ones in our generation that is buying the bullcrap, but also saying it is bullcrap. We don't all are saying ones that are buying it. You don't see nobody who, I'm telling you, I work, have worked, and will continue to work in the luxury retail field and be around those type of people, being that I'm in real estate. I mean, you're going to always see those type of people that, wear that high level quality but you might not be able to tell i got an eye for it because i can always tell but it's not flashy meaning that you can't tell because there ain't a bunch of logos on it and sometimes there's a purpose for flashy and some people and don't get twisted, some of them do dress flashy people like to say oh people rich and wealthy don't gotta look rich yeah that's cap 
That's cap, man. I seen Jeff Bezos. They talking about he don't they don't dress. He a billionaire. That man had a Casablanca shirt on that was louder than I ninety five and at seven thirty in the morning. That John just all this. I'm like, bro, he's a billionaire. Sometimes it's just like any rich person. Sometimes they want to be known and that they're dressing nice, and sometimes they want to be calm, especially when it's an everyday thing. You don't gotta be loud every day. You don't gotta be loud every day, especially if it's not your purpose. Your purpose is not to be loud every day. But don't get that joint twisted. Don't get it twisted. Just like you say about uh certain people who don't have to do Yeah. You don't gotta do that. You wanna see them wear certain suits and certain attire. It might be a regular sweater that guarantee you that joint be something crazy like Tom Ford. Or uh, Bruno Susanelli. 